You know, since the 1990s, people have been calling me the middleman. But this week, I found a guy who's been middlemanning long before I became the middleman. Welcome to the Flipping Genius Podcast. This is the show about buying and selling cars for a significant profit. I'm Randy Lee, the host of The Flipping Genius, and I've been flipping cars for a good portion of my life. The past 11 years, I've been a licensed used car dealer here in the great state of Alabama. I'm far from a mechanical expert, though. In fact, time and time again, I will show you that you can be successful in the car flipping business without the ability to turn a wrench or years of dealership experience. And along the way, I'll introduce you to friends and even some competitors of mine who will share some of their tips and advice as well. And as we grow our Flipping Genius network of flippers across the U.S. and around the globe, we'll actually give consistent listeners who have an interest the opportunity to put our systems, the systems that have proven successful for over the last decade, put those to work in your local markets. The number one goal of the Flipping Genius is to help our listeners make money. Car flipping can be an outstanding business or a lucrative side hustle. You decide. We'll help. So let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. Let's get to it, flippers. In the late 1990s, I became active in the real estate business. My focus was strictly on investment property, primarily residential rental housing. At the time, I formed the company Middleman Enterprises. Over the years, my company has been involved in numerous businesses. The idea behind most of our enterprises has been to leave a little meat on the bone. In other words, act as a middleman so that all parties benefited. This week's guest has been serving as a middleman since he was a boy. Gary Hargrove learned alongside his grandfather that there is opportunity in the middle. Today, I consider Gary one of my teammates. He helps me and a few dozen others like me not only locate good deals, but recognize why some of the ones we find are really trouble just waiting to happen. I know you'll enjoy getting to know Gary Hargrove. Yeah. Well, Gary, you, you uh, the other day we were talking, and it's, it's interesting because you were talking about how you're kind of the go-between sometimes yeah. between the flippers and the flippies. Yes, sir. You're the middleman. Yeah. Which anybody that knows, and people around here know that my business is called Middleman Enterprises. So, yes, so you were the middleman before the middleman. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it's always it's a, everybody has their niche. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can get in there like I said, I learned from my grandfather. You know, we used to buy and sell lots livestock. That's kind of what we did. Uh huh. You know, as I was a younger kid, so I learned everything from my grandfather. Uh huh. And, you know, we, sometimes we'll buy, say if we bought this woman had 50 chickens one day or whatever it was, we would sell them before we ever got anywhere. We would be the middleman. We'd be like, yeah, I found 50 chickens. Do you want to buy them? And they're like, you know, we'd get $3 a piece for them and sell them for five. Right. And never even, never touch the product. So we could be the middleman. So they would just go over and pick up the chickens where you were buying them from. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I've done that several times with my grandfather and it was huh. a good influence, you know. He well, taught me that, how to hustle, you know. Exactly, and then that, that's something that's transferable, no doubt. Yeah. So you, you actually still do that? Yeah, I do. Yes, sir. You, you still do that with cars now? I do with cars now. Yeah, I do. So, I, well, pretty much anything, but I, cars is the main thing I do now. So you find the car, mm-hmm. and you find the buyer for the car. Yes, sir. You work out the deal to buy it less than that buyer buys it for. Yeah. 
and then you just step out of the way and let step things happen. That's it. Huh. And we, you know, we call it a in bird dog face. So sure. You know, it's sure. a finder's face. Right. It's just what it is, basically. Right. You know, you, you're kind of the one that went out and did the, the hustling to get it, and I just step out of the way and let the deal happen. And yeah. I get a little bit from the buyer and a little bit from the seller. Yeah. It's so, kind of like the kind of like the auto auction, you know, that when people go to the dealer auction, you know, there's a buyer fee and a seller fee. Right. They're the middleman, but everything goes through them. Kind of with me, everything kind of goes through me. Mm-hmm. You know, I make sure the car's worth buying for the buyer, mm-hmm. and I make sure it's not something that that the customer whoever's selling is not getting ripped off you know so where where are you finding the where do you find a deal like that where do you uh, find a deal sometimes i find them through where i work mm-hmm. you know just customers not wanting the cars anymore so i'll you know i'll ask them what they want to do with it mm-hmm. i never try to push my try to buy through the shop because if i do that's like it looks bad on me sure you know like i'm trying to jip them out of the car so to speak so. Mm-hmm. I make sure they want to sell their car before I say, hey, you need to sell that car, you know, because mm-hmm. that just looks bad for me. It's bad business practice. Sure. But, uh, you know, so a lot of times I find them on, I find stuff on Craigslist. Yeah, still, I'm almost, still. I don't have, I don't have social media at all. I have no social media whatsoever. Really? Right. Yeah, I, I know I've never found you on that. Yeah. Word of mouth is all, my wife has social media, but I don't use it. I don't have anything to do with it. So no, no Facebook marketplace for you? No, sir. Huh. Yeah, I'm so all you're still using Craigslist? I'm kind of like a, I know this guy that goes around and he stickers on houses says he buys and sells houses. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy that does that, and I'm kind of the same way. I ride by, I see a car uh-huh. or something sitting out there, and I'm like, hey, you want to sell that? Uh-huh. So you find them in backyards and I driveways? Do. and Yes, sir. And a lot of times I'll buy them, I take the buyer with me. If I know somebody, I say, hey, I know somebody's got a car for sale. You want to go look at it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. So we go look at it, and I make a couple hundred dollars or something. You know, I've made as high as a thousand dollars doing this. Mm-hmm. But you never have to do anything to them? Usually not, no. Now, sometimes I do flip cars personally myself. Mm-hmm. But it's not a lot nicer being the middleman because your hands stay clean. You don't have to do a whole lot of work. A couple notes about this episode. Gary and I are meeting at the lunch table at Dennis Johnson's Automotive. And although it's after hours, there are still some shop noises in the background. A little bit more about Gary. Gary is a highly skilled technician. He serves as the go-between for Dennis's customers, the crew of mechanics, and suppliers. Now, Gary has the ability to completely rebuild a vehicle himself if need be. He learned a lot of what he knows about buying and selling as well as repairing vehicles from his father. In addition to Gary's work at the shop, he works with numerous individuals and dealers to help locate buyers and sellers of vehicles. In exchange for his efforts, Gary is usually compensated with a bird dog fee. Let's listen a little bit more of how that works. Now, uh, are are the people who are buying the cars, you know, the folks that, that you're bringing to the car, is that is that an individual who's looking for a car themselves, or is that or, or is sometimes, that a, sometimes and, it is. And, sometimes, and I, I never, and that's one thing as far as the the buyer or the seller, I never tell them you owe me money, mm-hmm. but I try to treat them fairly and honestly mm-hmm. at the time, and typically that's how I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they don't pay me, I don't care because I try to help people, but. It's nice to be paid. Mm-hmm. You, you provide a service, so to speak. Sure. And you, you, but you know, sometimes it doesn't work out, but most of the time it does. Mm-hmm. So they kind of you were you were work, working on a tip basis. Though. Yes, sir. Okay. And if it's a good enough deal with the person selling their car, doesn't want it anymore, then I make more money. Mm-hmm. But uh, like for instance, one time we had a a friend of mine. He decided to give away a van he had. 
A van? Yeah, a van. It was like a uh-huh. Chrysler Town and Country. Uh-huh. He said, it's in my yard. He said, I really don't want it anymore. He said, I don't even know if it'll run. I said, well, look, uh, I'll send a record after and I'll get it. Because I do work on some myself because I do work a lot. And I look if it's worth the investment. Mm-hmm. And I get it to my, and I said, well, I'll, I'll send a record. He said, no, I'll just, if it'll crank, I'll just drive it to you. So he literally cranks it up, brings it to me. Uh-huh. And I tell someone that I've got a van coming, just just telling people why word of mouth. And literally 20 minutes later, before the van got here, I already had it sold. Like, I had a buyer mm-hmm. here. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's, somebody really wanted that van, you know? Well, the other thing there, Gary, is, is something that Dennis and I talked about the other day. And I, and I, it's funny because Dennis said I can't. He, he wasn't comfortable being on the microphone. Yeah. And then and then for the next hour we talked about deals that he'd done. Yeah. Which but I didn't have the microphone on because that yeah. would that wouldn't been right. But yeah. but the, the the similarity is as amazing. What you just described is pretty much the same story that that I heard Dennis say, and that was a result not so much of just that van, but everything that you've done for people mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. You know, people trust you, and they know they know that you're looking out for them, and they know if you say it is something, it is what you say. Yeah. Well, you know, that's uh, my granddaddy told me a long time ago is, you know, never tell a lie, and you don't have to worry about the lie you told to tell the, you know, to catch yeah. up with. Yeah. And that stuck with me, you know, through the years. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if I never tell a lie, I don't have to worry about it catching up, because then if you start telling lies, you got to compound lies on top of that. Just tell the truth, and you won't have to remember what you said. And that's what I, you know, I know you personally, and that's what I like about you is you tell you sell a car, you pretty much you tell them everything you know about it or don't know, you know. Right. And that's the way we should be. But there's not many honest car salesmen or mm-hmm. flipping people because they want to try to make money. Right. And that's the point of everything. But you need to be honest. When we go back to our conversation, Gary and I will talk about the wonderful magic about being truthful. First, though, hey, for the past few episodes, I've been bragging on a friend of mine, Gene Townley. Gene and his company, iTax, have frankly made me a lot of money over the years. Seriously. And when Gene agreed to become one of our Flipping Genius key sponsors, I could not have been more excited. See, Gene Townley knows how to make money. I was always confident that what we were doing with the Flipping Genius is exciting, but when iTax and Team Townley became part of Flipping Genius team, I knew we were about to take off. And as I thought, since Gene and his crew joined us, our Flipping Genius footprint has grown and grown big. We are now... We now have Flipping Genius used car groups in 11 major metropolitan areas and plans to double that within the next year. <laughs> Toward the end of this episode, I'll tell you more about our groups and, and how you can join and, and give you information on how you can influence our expansion so that we come to your area too. However, right now, I just want to say thank you to ITEX and Team Townley. This is This is just the latest example of how iTex has helped me increase my business. In the past, iTex has helped me grow my other businesses, retail, real estate, publishing, and more. Gene and iTex have literally hand-delivered new customers to me, and they, they continue to do this. They'll do it for you, too. After over two decades, it's, it seems crazy to me that businesses don't consider working with Gene Townley and iTex. He helps you grow your business in ways that you either can't or won't do on your own. And when, you know, they only get paid when what they do is successful. 
I'm sorry, I can go on and on about this because I know it works. And if you want to learn more, just pick up the phone. Really, pick it up and call. I mean, call Gene Townley himself at 251-980-1023. And please tell him that you heard about him and ITEX on Flipping Genius. Why you, I'm, I like to be the middleman. I don't want to be known as, I just want to make the deal happen. Mm-hmm. It makes me a little bit of money. Sure. It makes some other people a lot of money. You know, I've, I've brokered deals before where somebody's made three or $4,000 off the vehicle they bought. Mm-hmm. I only got $500, mm-hmm. but I was happy that they made money. I made a little bit of money. I didn't have to fool with anything. Right. I basically, all I did was make two phone calls and, you know, spent 30 minutes of my time. So for $500, you know, maybe say two hours of my time total, that's, that's pretty good money, $250 an hour. I'm almost a lawyer's fee. You know? <laughs> I'm making that good money. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Right. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll, you, know, you can broker a deal and you not make $50 and you work, mm-hmm. you know, two or three days on it. Mm-hmm. So, just depends. But so many people are, are caught up with trying to make that money, but they don't care about other people. Sure. And that's where we're, we're going to lose out in the, in the end. Is you, you you can sell so many cars and make all the money you want, but one day it's going to come back and buy you. Yeah, and, and you're having to go out. And, you know, there's an old uh, business uh, principle. The fact is it's easier to sell more to your existing customers than it is to go get new customers. Yeah. So, so if you're burning off every single contact, <laughs> and you got to go out and market and resell, I mean, these guys are burning themselves, and they don't even realize oh, it yeah. probably. Because I mean, if they thought, if they thought about that, they may change their ways. But uh, anyway, we we, we can't fix all them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, another, another thing that I know you do, and because you do this for me, um, so I I bring a vehicle to you just like I brought that uh, um, Acura that's here mm-hmm. right now, and. Uh, and uh, you know, and I'm I'm buying it as, as cheap as I possibly can, which is more than I want to pay these days because it, everything's uh, selling for more. I actually actually went two hundred dollars over my number on that, which that's a that's a oh. record I think for me. <laughs> and uh, and it and it drove over here fine and everything, but but I know it's a used car and it's got and it's an Acura. It's a, it's a good car. And the transmission shifted out good, which is my main concern. Mm-hmm. But when I bring it here, I know that what there's. There's two things that influence me to bring in here. The first one is my wife says I have to bring all the cars to Dennis first. That's yep. that's 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 uh, Terry's rule, and it's a good one, you know, because they look they look like that one looks pretty and shiny. I could have rolled her right up there and dropped her in the the the, uh, the lot, maybe threw a can of Freon in it, and got the air conditioning working, mm-hmm. and you know, and that did what what we've just been talking about yeah. not doing. But I bring them to you, and then you check them out, and you tell me what it needs, and. And we don't fix everything that it needs. I mean, and, and, I mean, we don't fix every broken part on the car because I'm going to end up selling the car for probably twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. And so the key there is I'm going to communicate what does, what's not fixed. I'm going to tell them what we did fix because it it was pretty much mandatory to fix. Yeah. You want to fix the safety related issues, and I'm the same way. If I I want people to know if I do decide just to flip a car personally, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they know what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if it's safety-related brakes, you know, anything like that, it's going to be fixed. Mm-hmm. But anything else, I'm going to let them know it's, it needs this, this, or this. And I rely on I rely on you guys to tell me that because I don't know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, and that's and 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 so you, anyway, I, and a lot, of, a lot of people in the car business, you know, I'm I'm a licensed dealer. A lot of licensed dealers have their own 
mechanic or, or you know talked to a lot of the guys mm -hmm. at, at the auction and they they got some uh, retired guy that that comes over and works on their stuff you know mm -hmm. and and they're but I'm actually coming to a retail operation to do this with it. They probably all think I'm a dummy for doing that. Uh, but I, but I know I can I can I trust you guys. You you, you do the, the the work right. You do it honestly, and you do it for a reasonable price. But the thing is, you're just my advocate. I mean I, I mean you you're. I, I'm sure if I was dealing with Dennis directly, he would he would do the same thing. But Dennis is not usually here. You're the one I'd usually talk to, Gary, and mm -hmm. and uh, and. And I, you know, I mean, I appreciate. That's why. That's why I say what I say about you guys. I, yeah. I don't need to know about cars. I know you. And 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 that's that's truly true. And now, how many how many other car dealers and car flippers, to put it in our vernacular, are are using you here? Well, uh, I would probably say thirty to forty. Wow. Because we, and again, that's. And like I said, Dennis is the same way. We, we tell people the truth. Mm -hmm. We're not that shop. If you, you know, they come in for an oil change and we tell them, oh, yeah, it needs you know $700 worth of work addition on top of it. Right. We'll check your car and tell you what's safety related that needs to be fixed or what can wait. And, mm -hmm. and that's like you. You've grown to trust us. Mm -hmm. We tell you what it needs. If it needs $3,000 worth of work, we figure out what needs to be done mm -hmm. safety related. Right. What can be done. Mm -hmm. And then if it's not worth fixing, then you flip it on out and try to recoup your money somewhere else. Right. You know, that's that's part of it. You know, so I've bought a few cars through here, and Dennis has bought several. I've been a middleman on a lot of things, mm -hmm. and sometimes they didn't work out mm -hmm. you know, just because we bought something that we didn't check first. Yeah, you know, we're mechanics. We make the same we make the same mistake. But a lot of times you'll we see that pretty vehicle, and we're like, oh, yes, yeah, well worth that money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. You know. Yeah, even you, even you get fall for that. Huh? Yeah, people but do. I know so many times I'll bring a vehicle. I mean, fortunately, it's not that many times, but it, it comes in. You know, I bring it in. I think this is a winner. And you tell me why why it's a loser. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that that is that's a big one. I mean, because you know, I want I'm wanting to turn it over and make money, but there's not going to be money made on this. And so you help me cut my losses. I'll usually take it and sell it as is at the public auction, yeah. or possibly sell it to junkyard. Um, yeah, but but usually I, I, I come close to breaking even on those, yeah. and that's and if you break even on your bad ones, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, and I, I'm, I'm just to be honest, I don't, I've made a lot of money flipping cars, doing things that I do. I've also lost a lot of money doing the same thing. And you know, anything you can tell viewers, anybody listening, is you're not gonna make money on every vehicle, right. every car. You're not gonna make money. If you do, that's that's a rare bird. Mm -hmm. But you try to make money on it. But if you don't, sometimes you can lose big. Mm -hmm. You know, when when you look at that nice shiny red vehicle and it's all oh, it's beautiful, mm -hmm. and then you buy it because what? you didn't do your job properly. You know, that's I, did, right. I didn't check it. I didn't. I wouldn't inspect it. And then if I do that for someone, if I say yeah, it's a good vehicle, and then they buy it, and I'm the middleman. I'm the one that gave them the word that it was mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And then it it turns out to be a limit. You I feel bad. Yeah, what happens there? I mean, they, they're still on the hook, right? Yeah, they're, they're still their vehicle. You might give them back their $300 they gave you or something yeah, like that. Yeah, well, typically I don't charge them, or I don't get anything from that, you know. Right. But, uh, you know, I try to make sure I check them pretty good for them. Mm -hmm. and like I said, I, I know the car before I, I sell it or make the deal happen. Mm -hmm. And well, sometimes, I am, sometimes I am the only one they see. Sometimes I've got two people that never know each other, and I'm just that middle guy. I'm the one that, mm -hmm. I'm like the arbitrator. I'm the one they come to. Mm-hmm. You know, so give me your title and your keys, and I'll give you this handful of money, you know, so to speak. But and a lot of people don't want to deal with the public to exactly. sell a vehicle, so you're, you're you're giving them both a service. That's 
that's really valuable. And I, now you say yeah, maybe thirty or forty dealers that that are coming to, to you. That 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 that's just kind of an amazing thing because I, I assume all of us are, are working it's at some some level of what I do. I, I I'm probably the the most helpless of the the little ducklings coming in here. Well I think it all comes <laughs> back to trust. You know, mm-hmm. we built that name with trust. Sure. You know, and I say we, I'm talking about everyone that works here. Mm-hmm. And even before I came here I had that level. People knew me, they knew that I wouldn't lie to them about a particular reason. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't I try not to. If I lied to you it's because I didn't know it. Like the same thing with you when you sell a car, you try to tell them everything you know. Mm-hmm. So if the car breaks down and something happens like well, I really didn't know about that. Sure. Because if you you have that's the thing, if you have repeat customers, I have repeat people that come to me. Do you know of anything? Do you know of this? Do you know that? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's if it comes to anything you flip, but right now I know we're talking about cars, but it could be anything you flip. You just, chickens. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I grew up on. <laughs> those are good chickens. Yeah, those are good chickens. <laughs> you know, do they have are they registered? No, they can't read. That's what my granddad used to tell them all the time, you know. They can't read. Yeah. <laughs> they have any papers on them, so no, they can't read. <laughs> When we come back, we're going to talk about work ethic and honesty. But first, let's take a little break. I want to tell you a little bit about the best restaurant in all of North Alabama. Hey, Flippers. I've got to tell you about my favorite fine dining restaurant, probably anywhere, but certainly in the Huntsville, Alabama area. Treat yourselves to a night at Nick's Ristorante. Nick's offers the finest steaks, the freshest seafood, and northern Italian cuisine just like the old country. Seriously, this place is unlike any other. The atmosphere, the service, the desserts are all beyond compare. You will thank me. It is a wonderful place to spend an evening. Nick's Ristorante is now open with open seating Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Friday and Saturday. Nick's has two seatings, 5 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. for the foreseeable future. Due to the limitations of COVID-19, seating is limited to 50% capacity, so be sure to go to nicksrestaurante.com or call 256-489-8280 to arrange a reservation. Rest assured, the staff at Nick's takes all precautions while sanitizing even more than ever and maintains a consistent health score of 98% or above. Nick's Restaurante is a member of the iTex trading community. Your iTex dollars are welcome. See, my dad <laughs> taught me from, like I said, I learned my work ethic from my dad and my granddad. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always around them, so I grew up with But, you know, I always said, my dad said, you're going to have a summer job. You know, before we opened our business, he said, you're going to have a summer job. And I was, you know, 10 years old, hauling hay, mm-hmm. 11 years old. I don't know if you ever hauled hay, but no. in the middle of July, it's pretty rough. You yeah. Know, you're, you know, it's 100 degrees outside. And you're Especially in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're toting, you know, 50, 50 pound bales of hay, just throwing them around, and I got paid three dollars a day and yeah. a nickel a bale for every bale that I hauled. And huh. if I stacked it in the barn when we got done, I got another nickel. <laughs> so you know, I could work my tail off all day, sweat to death, and I got free lunch. They buy our lunch, you know, the farmer would, yeah. and I could make you know ten dollars. And to me, that was a lot of money. Yeah. And you do that five days in a row, that's fifty dollars. Right. For, you know, a 10 to 12-year-old child, and that, again, that's a child, that's a lot of money. It's true. It, it did seem like a lot of money, but but that chicken money you just said sounded pretty good. Oh, it was real good. <laughs> and then, you know, when I learned to do that, when I was with my granddad, yeah. you know, he he would he didn't like certain chickens. Okay, so you can't sell them making money. That's what he thought. So I would buy them really cheap because nobody wanted them, and then I would kind of peddle them. You know, I'd be like, oh, look at these. They're 
for the miniature chicken. Yeah, they're cute. Look at them. And all them, I'd get all the little girls and stuff. They'd come by. And, oh yeah, let's buy those. So I would make my, you know, I'd make three or four dollars a piece on. Them. Well, if you do ten of them, that's thirty dollars. Uh-huh. You know, I'd do mine by, you know, month quantity. Yeah, that's so that's, that's a that's that's a beautiful thing. I mean, it's there's certain skills that you learn in life yeah. that are transferable to everything you do. Yeah. And I I I've been doing a. Uh, each week, I do a video on my, my Flipping Genius YouTube channel now, uh, and, and it's called Coaching Up. Yeah. And the one I did yesterday, Sunday, yeah, just, yeah it was Sunday, yeah. uh, uh, was on uh, honesty and, and, and how it is the best tool. I, I, I say that just, down. Yeah. you know, it's, it's a funny thing, you know, but when you are honest in business, and especially in the car business, it disarms people. I, I, I had a conversation right before I came in today about a car that's on my lot, and I told the man everything about the car. And and I know that at first I think he thought, man, this sounds bad. But then, you know, I was explaining to him why it really wasn't bad. And by the time we got off the phone, I'm pretty sure the guy's going to buy the car. Yeah. And it wasn't because I was telling him how wonderful the car was. It's because I told him everything about the car. Yeah. And then after he buys the car, and it is a good car, yeah, he may not ever buy another car from me. I mean, because he may not need another used car for his kid. Um, but when he refers somebody, he's gonna. He'll when he when somebody comes in and says, "Hey, do you know of anybody that's honest that's look that can yeah. sell me a car that's gonna cost less than three thousand bucks?" They'll say, "Yeah, call Randy Lee." Yeah, and 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 that's that's where that repeat business comes from. That's where. That's where that's where we're preaching to you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it is. You know, you, honesty is a good moral background to have. It's a good, you know, some morality is a good thing to have. But you know, if, if people know that you're going to tell them the truth, and it, even if you don't tell them, and I say, and, and I'm just going to sound bad when I say it, but even if you don't tell them the whole truth, if you just tell them everything you know about it. You may not. You can't tell them that if the motor's going to go bad tomorrow. Right. You can't tell them that the tire's going to blow out. But if right. you tell them everything you know. That's how you get customers, and that's how people come to you and say, "Hey, Gary, do you know anything that I can buy for three thousand dollars or under, mm-hmm. or do you know anything that needs a little work that I can buy?" Because I have a lot of people that work on cars and sell them. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they flip cars that way. They do the mechanical work and sell them. Mm-hmm. Man, do you know anything I can buy? It needs a motor. I've got a motor out of a wreck car I just bought. I need I need this particular vehicle, and sure. I go looking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I do. You know, a lot of stuff I buy needs body work done to it. You know, mm-hmm. just because it's cheaper that way. Sure. And you can put the engine in something that has a really nice body. Right. I'm not going to paint. I did take body work. Now, that's what I took in all of, you know, tech okay. school. Uh-huh. So, because my dad was a mechanic, so I learned the mechanic side from him and paint body at tech school. And yeah. I worked at a body shop for several years. That's a great way. There's actually a young lady that listens to the podcast in Arizona that, that uh, I've seen videos of her. She's a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. She's uh, probably in her late 20s or something. And, and, and she's actually buying the cars from the Copart, yep. uh, uh, the salvage Cars, yeah. She buys them that aren't real bad, but mm-hmm. just need a fender or a, maybe a, a hood. Mm-hmm. And she's she's replacing the parts, but she's also doing some other mechanical work. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating to because she's got videos. That's why I've seen her. I've seen yeah. her videos, and that's uh, I, I've talked about her before. People are probably thinking that's the only person he knows in the business, but <laughs> it's, I mean it's rare to me because she's a female, and that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. There's opportunity in this business. Well, that's and, it. and and it's usually in that the 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 opportunity is usually something dirty, something broken, something smashed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Well, see, I have you know, 
I have five children. Mm -hmm. Well, three of them want to do mechanic work. When I have one, my oldest daughter, she loves baking. Uh -huh. She loves to sell, so she wants to lemonade stand. That's what she's doing this summer. Uh -huh. Selling lemonade, you know, just selling lemonade, selling cookies, stuff she bakes. And, okay. you know, beside her house, just out by the road. Uh -huh. And I'm like, well, you know, that's that's great. She has a great work ethic, you know, but she can she can turn it into something else later on. She could be that same, like you're talking about that woman that does that. Mm -hmm. She has a father that's going to teach her the same, eth you know, the work ethic that I have. Mm -hmm. That you need to hustle to make your money. You're going to have to work for a living. Nobody gives you anything. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to go out and make stuff happen. Sure. And, you know, and it may look like I just sit around and collect money sometimes, <laughs> but that's because I made the deal happen before. I was, yeah. you know, behind the scenes, so to speak. So here's a question. If you need some advertising, printing, or just have to go to the dentist and it's going to cost $1,000, what would you rather do? Pay cash or trade $1,000 of your services? Now, most small business owners would rather trade in order to save the cash, but they find it difficult to find other businesses to trade with or to trust or to find what they need when they need it. Enter ITEX, the nation's largest retail trade exchange. ITEX has a marketplace of member companies that sell to and buy from each other using the ITEX dollar instead of cash. Sell what you want when you want at the price you designate. They promote your business to other clients through their iTex directory and iTex mobile. As you make new sales in their marketplace, you earn iTex dollars. You can use those iTex dollars with other businesses in the iTex network whenever and with whomever you choose. Team Townley iTex is the local franchise of the iTex trade exchange. For more information about iTex or to get involved, call my friend Gene Townley at 251-980-1023 or just email me at flippingquestions at gmail.com and I'll introduce you to Gene personally. I've been a member of iTex for many years. They have made a significant amount of income for me. I recommend them highly. Because if you're known as that guy that's going to tell you the truth, he can find anything and tell you the truth about it, there's going to be a lot of people lined up to see you. Oh, no doubt. And, and, and I think what I'm hearing from you, too, and I heard from Dennis the other day, is you get something, you don't even have to advertise it. Because mm -mm. you've got people who are looking and people who trust you, and a phone call from, from Gary yeah. means this is something I want. Yeah, you know, it's a running joke in the shop here that when Dennis buys a truck or we use a, we buy a truck to use as a shop truck, when to go pick up parts or whatever, when we say it's a shop truck, it's usually gone within, you know, three weeks at the most. And we never put it up for sale. It's always, we just drive it around. <laughs> you know, and, and that's what's weird is just because people know us. And if Dennis buys it to use as a shop truck, mm -hmm. people know he trusts that vehicle. Same thing for me. If I tell him, yeah, we just bought a new shop truck. Oh, you did? You know? Mm-hmm. You know, I bought a truck I've got at the house that I bought from a friend of mine, and my cousin came over. And not, it's not for sale. Mm -hmm. I actually bought it for my personal use. And my cousin is hounding me about it, just wanting to buy it. Mm -hmm. He's like, just sell it to me. And the more I say no, the more he wants it. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows that I bought it for me, so it's got to be a really good vehicle. Sure. So he's offering me so much more money than I gave for it. And I'm like, no, I bought it for me. <laughs> I got it at a really good deal. I'm going to keep it at a good deal. Sure. And in five years, if I want to sell, you can buy it, but not right now. For the same price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for the same price. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely. I, I, 
Dennis was talking about that about about a a truck uh, the truck he's driving now mm-hmm. hey, that he had he had it sold before and I I mean that 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 truck costs more than a lot of people's houses yeah that's just crazy man yeah and that's the thing you know some people I, I'm I'm probably saying more along the lines of the three thousand under vehicles sure there's yeah. you know certain people that are over that but we and that's the thing we have is a variety of people that come through here what we're talking about busy you know dealers basically that come to us and ask us what we think about this vehicle mm-hmm. and we have some that sell in the cheaper line you know two thousand dollars or less mm-hmm. a lot of them sell for you know thirty and forty thousand dollar cars mm-hmm. and they come to us for the truth right you know and that's what that's again that's why i can tell anybody just tell the truth and it's going to be okay you're going to sell you're going to make if you lose a, a sale because you told the truth you're going to get two sales later on yeah, and that's, it's, it's guaranteed, and that's that's such so cool what you just said. They come to you for the truth, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's that's that says it all right there. Yeah, and and they, people people don't have to drive far to get somebody to lie to them. No, <laughs> I've got a friend, and he's like he's not the guy I was telling you about that sells the cars and blocks the number, but he would rather. And my granddad always told me this this saying, and I, it sticks with me. He said he'd rather climb up in the tree and tell a lie than stand on the ground and tell the truth. <laughs> that's the way he is. He'd rather just go out of his way to tell you a lie. Than just tell you the truth right here to here. I know it. I know, you know what you're and, saying. And you yeah. see people, and, and again, people that flip cars, they get that persona that that's what they do. They'd rather just lie to you so they can get that sold. Right. And there's a ton of people doing that. They're not. They're going to make a lot of money in the beginning, but they're not going to do it longevity wise. They're not going to do it a long time. Right. Now, if you're trying to make a you know quick lot of money fast, then you can do that and be okay. But you're going to have to live with all those people that you just basically you know got over. Exactly. It's it's a long life, man. It's not it's not worth doing. And like you said, you know, you may see people in the grocery store. Odds are you're gonna see somebody again. If you if you know you told them the truth, that's all you can do. And and if you if you told them the truth, I mean that's usually a happy reunion. The car business, there's so many un, uh, uh, things we don't know, mm-hmm. and we just try to tell them the truth at the front, and and uh, and anyway. Yeah, I think thing. I think you said it uh, uh, the the best way, man. I, I I appreciate you taking the time, sharing your story, yeah. and I I think I think you've got a unique side of it, and it's been kind of cool just yeah. listening to it. Well, thank and you. I'll try to edit this down and cut all the stupid shit I said <laughs> out. It's some of the stuff I said too. Yeah, uh, it was good. I was glad to help you out. Well, good deal, man. Let's work together. Let's make some money. That's <laughs> it. That's what it's all about. Let's all become flipping geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, earlier I mentioned our flipping genius used car groups are now in eleven major metropolitan areas, and we are growing. I promised I'd tell you more about that. Well. This past month, we added Flipping Genius Used Cars Under $7,000 Facebook groups in Indianapolis, Indiana, Louisville, Kentucky, Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Pensacola, Florida, and Phoenix, Arizona to go with our existing groups in Orlando, Florida, Austin, Texas, Detroit, Michigan, Omaha, Nebraska, and Huntsville, Alabama. The group's are there not only to help our members buy and sell used vehicles. They are also a resource for inspirational, educational, and motivational content. If you are in one of the areas I mentioned and aren't a member yet, simply search Flipping Genius on Facebook groups and request membership. 
If you're interested in our opening a Flipping Genius group in your area, simply email us at flippingquestions at gmail.com and let us know where you'd like us to grow next. Soon, we will be opening a Flipping Genius private group dedicated to the flipping business and our members' professional growth. To receive an invitation to this group, just go to www.flippinggenius.com. That's one G in the middle, flippinggenius.com. And become a flipping team member for as little as $4.99 per month. You will receive a cadre of benefits focused on making our flipping team members money. That's M-O-N-E-Y. In addition to the invitation to our new private group. If you have any questions for this week's guest, Gary Hargrove, or any questions at all, or if you have comments or requests for the subject of a future episode, contact me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. Please save us as a favorite, and remember to tell your friends. Also, subscribe to the Flipping Genius YouTube channel. There you're going to find various videos, including our new Coaching Up series designed to help our Flipping Team members make money. That's M-O-N-E-Y. <laughs> Look for our new episode coming out of the Flipping Genius Podcast each Wednesday at 6 a.m. Central Time. And thank you for listening. And thank you to Gary Hargrove for taking the time to share his special brand of Flipping Genius. Thank you to our sponsors, too. Team Townley ITEX. Remember, they will hand-deliver new business to your business. Call Gene Townley to learn more or just visit Team Townley, that's T-O-W-N-L-E-Y, dot ITEX, I-T-E-X, dot net. Team Townley dot ITEX dot net. Nick's Restaurante, absolutely the finest dining in North Alabama. Incredible steaks, seafood, and authentic northern italian cuisine and ideas to identify they'll help you help your customers put a face with a name custom made name tags for yourself and your entire crew go to ideas to identify.com that's ideas the number two identify.com hey let's work together let's make some money let's all become flipping geniuses Hey, Flippers, I've got to tell you about my favorite fine dining restaurant, probably anywhere, but certainly in the Huntsville, Alabama area. With your next big flip, treat yourselves to a night at Nick's Ristorante. Nick's offers the finest steaks, the freshest seafood, and northern Italian cuisine, just like from the old country. Seriously, this place is unlike anywhere around here. And the atmosphere, the service, the desserts, ah, you will thank me. It is fantastic. Now, Nick's is open with open seating Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And on Friday and Saturday night, Nick has two seatings at 5 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. for the foreseeable future. Now, due to the limitations of COVID-19, seating is limited to 50% capacity. So be sure to go to nicksrestaurante.com or call 256-489-8280 to arrange a reservation. Rest assured, the staff at Nick's takes all precautions while sanitizing even more than ever and maintains a consistent health score of 98% or above. This is the best place in town. You've got to try it.
Nick's Restaurante is a member of the ITEX trading community. Your ITEX dollars are welcome. I'm delighted about our newest sponsor, IdeasToIdentify.com. They are the home of the simple to order and no minimum order name badges. Professional name badges are the perfect way to represent your company or organization and provide an easy way to identify your staff. IdeasToIdentify.com manufactures beautiful, full-color, quality name badges that can include your custom logo, and they use magnetic attachment systems. They are manufactured right here in the United States at very competitive pricing. IdeasToIdentify.com can fill any size order in a timely fashion. They ship throughout the United States and will complete an order as small as one. To learn more, visit IdeasToIdentify.com. That's Ideas, the number two, Identify.com.